What is that now? The 12 hands in a row holiday? Son of a bitch, nobody's that lucky. Why, Ike, whatever do you mean? Take it easy, boys. Maybe poker's just not your game, Ike. I know. Let's have a spelling contest. I thought about just ring your scurly neck. <laughs> Ike. Taking his part, I've, I'm the one who got cheated. You goddamn pimps! You're all in it together. Nobody's in anything. I get drunk, going home and sleeping off. Get your goddamn hands off me! Don't you ever put your hands on me, see? Don't you ever try to manhandle a cow? Because we'll cut your goddamn pimps hard. Now you understand me, you pimp? Don't you threaten me, you little son of a bitch! All right, all right, all right. All right come on, easy, for easy. Just go on home and forget about it, Mike. Huh? I ain't gonna forget nothing. Well, that certainly was a bust. Come, darling, let's see guy entertainment elsewhere. of just sound bites of you. Robo Doug. As if we didn't have enough Doug sound bites anyway. That, literally... <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the first 10 minutes of the show, too. Wait, what? If I, if I could recommend anything to anybody out there, just record your friends and have random sound bites ready to go on your phone at all times. So it is it, very pleasurable. It, yeah, I don't I don't care if any of y'all are listening or not. We enjoy the crap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Our original yeah. one is like 800 yeah. people. <laughs> Well, we're back again. Woo! Back at it. Look at that. Did you hear that crap? Are you at the flood tide? Oh, yeah. Always. Always at the flood tide. <laughs> we're not going to do this show, but we're coming up soon to another Diddy call. Hell yeah, we got we to gotta do one of those. We got to call my so dad. I know. I know. I know. My dad, my dad wouldn't be fun. He'd just be like, oh, yeah, radio, huh? Mm, cool. What, what station? <laughs> what, yeah, what station? <laughs> Y'all, I am a FM. Hey, 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 honey, turn it on. How do I get? How do I get to here? Can I pick up Charles' stations from here? Yeah. Bust out the ham. We can, we can pick it My up. My dad would say something like, "I've already got the presets set. I really don't want to mess with it." <laughs> 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 Remember the first time that we called my dad? He's like, "Wait, what do you mean? Like, how do we turn it on? And listen to it right now? Like, how, how do we?" One time, my dad called me. He called me. Hey, I want to ask you something real quick. I was like, "Okay." Answer his question. He goes, "Look, I got to go." I'm like, "Okay, go. You call me." <laughs> so he called I, you though. Yeah, he called <laughs> he got me. Got irritated yeah, with yeah, talking yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you called me. What are you talking about? 
I love uh, it, dude. My, I call my dad, and he doesn't like. He hadn't quite got the smartphone thing down yet, so he, he always tucks it, you know, in his shoulder because he doesn't stop doing anything. He's, he's always working. Like you can hear him out in his garage with his air guns going off. And he's got the phone. Air guns. Yeah, well, he, he's an upholster, so he uses uh, oh, air-powered right. staple guns. Uh, pneumatic. Yeah, pneumatic staple guns. But yeah, so like I know he's got it pinched, and inevitably every time I call my dad, I get hung up on, or you just hear buttons start getting pushed. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, boop. I've got one like, more on you. My dad turns his off when he's not using it. Oh, <laughs> I finally trained my parents not to do that anymore. What's the point in having? Why don't you ever call me? Well, your phone's off. <laughs> He goes straight to. I finally got my parents to stop doing that. I'm like, listen, the point is for that to be on at all times. My dad is also the person that, like, if, like why is that toaster plugged in? In case we need it. <laughs> in case we want to toast something. It's always you ready know for toast. Your power bill's going to go up. It's going to go yeah, up. You're going to have a power bill go up. You think that's for real? You know, everyone says that. You can, you can, well, not, I don't know about toasters, but I mean, like, electronics and stuff. Yeah, man. You can watch, if you, if you watch your little power gauge, little spinny wheel. And then go in your Spinny house, wheel. yeah, the little wheel in there, and just unplug unplug your TV like your entertainment center. Pl- unplug it, and you'll watch it visibly slow down. Like a lot I got of stuff enough shit to worry about maintenance power. I've just I've got enough to worry about. Then like, oh my god, that yeah. that radio is plugged in. Not thirty cents Who cares? more this year. Yeah, I'm not. It ain't like I care about it, but it does actually sap a little juice. Some stuff does, not everything. Sapping the juice. Sapping the juice. I pay. I plug it in, and I pay for it. That's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Grabbing a dog's I can, ass. I can afford to leave my shit plugged in. Yeah. I'm doing that <laughs> well. I've reached doing that, that well. level yeah. of life. I can just leave everything plugged in and not worry about it. Hold on there, Mike Carnegie. I'm leaving <laughs> shit plugged in. Did you say, just say worry? Worry? Worry. It's, worry like, one, it. it's like one syllable. Yeah, worry it's, it's, worry no, about no, it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who the hell is Wait. <laughs> I love playing this. Sorry. Yeah. Well. All right, so what's on the docket, Puckett? You're the man with a plan well, over there. Well, we've got, so as far as like looking ahead the next hour and a half? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. not, not, not like in life in general. Um, well, we're going to talk about Larry Puckett's five Bs and how they relate to our lives. Okay. Three of them. Like, well, all five of them. This is like a pep speech that your dad gave this you or what, This is that thing he started teaching me when I was about three or four years oh, old. Okay, okay. I never um, heard of this, so I'm, I'm excited now. We're going to talk about the Comcast Watchathon. That they had a couple week and a half. What? Ago. What is that? There's a watch. Of, what's a this? Watch is just on? my personal. You, you guys can bring up your stories too. I'm, these are just my stories. I'm going to bring up. No, I don't know what that is. Well, it's if like if you have Comcast and you don't get any of the premium stations, like, oh, they, they, they give you like the, give you a week. The I'm going to tell, yeah. tell you what happened to me on the last Sunday of that when we discovered that at four o'clock that we had six hours. Y'all binged countdown. I'm going to tell you what show. Okay, okay, okay. Turn on all, plug in all the TVs. <laughs> so uh, we also got some some classics. I think Will's going to bring up some 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 Bill Brasky lines later. Okay, so right. we got that, yeah. and uh, we're going to talk to David Mangum down in uh, down in Florida. Real uh, deal. He said he's hopefully going to be able to do it by four o'clock, which our time here is three for the people that get to hear this two hours later. Yeah, yeah. what a two hour delay. Usually ends up being about three hour delay. Yeah, we're hoping to get out fishing. And then every hour goes by, we're on that much more delay. (laughs) (laughs) So he said if he can't do it by four, that if he's not home, he can maybe do it from the boat if they're still fishing. So that'd be even kind of cooler. It'd be yeah. So we so we also too got to share a little news about change in format. With oh, the podcast, why don't you go over oh, that? Yeah, that's you. You're the finance man. Well, it's just uh, we really enjoy doing this, and this is something awesome that we want to do, and we want to continue doing it. So, 
me and Paul and Mike sat and put our heads together, and we figured the only way that we're going to be able to continue to do this and continue to uh, put this out for you people and also put this out for ourselves is uh, bringing a little bit more advertising. So you're going to hear a couple more commercials. Don't really get discouraged by it. You know, it's just what we got to do to keep things going. Yeah, so, it's cute most of the time, right? It might be yeah, someone else. Yeah, but, you know, it's just going to be breaking up the monotony a little bit. We're going to have a couple more breaks. So we're usually. selling out is what you're trying to say. Well, we're selling in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're buying into the sellout. We're yeah. buying into the sellout. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. But yeah, but... Uh, but so other guess, than that, same old Barely Live yeah. from Flood Dot Company. I guess as far as this segment goes, a uh, little story I had the in-laws in town. Brother-in-law. Keith. Kiefer, Debbie. And, uh, you know, when they come in, the plan is for me to take brother-in-law Matt and dad Keith. Take him out in the fishing. old. The True Blue. True, True Blue. Blue. Yeah. True Blue. Did, that, did you ever get the trim working on the True no, Blue? she's running fine. She's running okay, good. Okay, okay. Um, but... <clears throat> what, what, the thing is, we had an early morning low tide. It was like 7 a.m. on Friday morning, something like that. Yeah. So, went to the Stono, which I haven't fished the Stono in two years. I don't even know if fish even are on that river anymore. I know they are. but So, I went to a couple old spots. And I, was trying, I just don't think they fully comprehend. I think they do, but like why we're going there and why it's going to be not that great. So, we got there and we didn't see any fish, which I didn't plan to. Yeah. We basically yeah. went on a sightseeing tour. Hey, and, uh, which, I mean, if you're not from here, that's an enjoyable experience to be riding yeah, around in the low country. Early morning, sunrise on the water. Yeah. And uh, we got, you know, on the water already a little too late. It was already a little bit past low tide. But, oh, no, that's the thing. Because on the Stono, it's an hour later. Mm-hmm. So we were we were there at low tide. We just didn't see anything. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. you know, we saw a couple possibles. But uh, that's why they call it fishing and not catching <laughs> Sorry. That's it, Michael. That's it. <laughs> and we're not here to catch fish. We just want to be out yeah, here. Oh, yeah, just good to be out there. So then Saturday, Shep from Strip Set Fishing, Shep went, us, went with us on the Mexico trip, and I uh, got to know him a little bit better. So he decided that he was fully capable of taking old Keith and I out Saturday morning, and we saw tons of fish. Yeah. One of those things that were, it was like whack-a-mole. You go around the corner, you see them, they come back, and at that point, just your odds are catching them are just minimal. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Keith got the cast to plenty of them. We had fun. We had a good time. Just no boat, uh, no fish in the boat. Keith is a mm-hmm. character. Oh, yeah. he got a huge. He looks like your seventy Sam mustache. Was that, yeah, is that the dad or? Well, if you ever yeah. find yourself in Ickesburg, PA, oh, yeah. which is northwest of Harrisburg, he is the mayor up there. Like it's Amish country, but he's the only one in the county. He's not Amish though. No, he's not Amish, but he's the only one in the area. That sells beer. He's the beer distributor. Show. <laughs> oh yeah. So everyone knows who Keith is. So oh, he has this course. amazing mustache. He looks. You leave Keith in a room for ten minutes. Everybody knows who Keith is. Oh yeah, he's an awesome dude. He loves talking politics too. So if you're into that, yeah. ring him up. Oh, oh, but, oh, oh there's mango. Oh, I'm off the water, but driving. Can we do it driving? Well, it's not four yet, Magnum. You got forty <laughs> minutes, man. Just call him Magnum. Yeah, we're gonna call Magnum. Him Magnum. I'm gonna call him Magnum, Magnum the whole time. Hey, PI. Excuse me. One. <laughs> Yeah. So you didn't have any problems with the True Blue? No, all True Blue worked good. Did I tell you? you know, so like, like last show, I, I talked about the Everglades trip, but I, I kind of was kind of a cursory just overview. But I tell you, I almost sunk the the mud cricket. Did no, I tell you that story. Where? No, in the Everglades. Yeah, in the Everglades. Me and Tucker. So, all right, you got to realize I'm a big fella. Uh, I'm about six two, about two fifty. My butter tuck. My buddy Tucker. My butter tuck. My butter. My butter tuck. My buddy Tucker is is quite quite a bit larger than me. He's like six four, weighs two fifty, but he's like a muscle two fifty, whereas I'm like a 
a plush 250. Sounds like my kind of guy. Oh, uh, yeah, I know he is, Paul. So, anyway, we're big guys, and the Mud Creek is a small boat, but it, it's fine and dandy. We had it all loaded down, of course, with gear. But we're coming back. We've been in the backcountry for two days. We got all kinds of shit. And Tucker's sitting on the cooler. Now, it's like a angle, like 50 cooler, you know, 50 quart cooler. And he's sitting there. He's got it. We rigged this little chair, like a stadium chair. We had, oh, an angle cooler. I thought you said an angle cooler. I, I did thought, say, what, kind, what kind of angle? Is I, did it? Say, <laughs> I did say angle, but oh, that's angle. how I pronounce it. Oh, anyway. So we took, you know, the little stadium chairs you take to the game or whatever? Yeah. We rigged one of those with a ratchet strap to the top of the cooler so, so Tucker would have a backrest because it's a 20 mile run from yeah. the back, you know, back in there. So he's sitting on everything's fine. And we run all the way through Whitewater. We get down through Tar- Tarpon <laughs> Creek, come through Coop Bay. And then we get into Buttonwood Canal, which is a long, straight, man-made canal that runs between Flamingo and Coop Bay. And we're behind one of these big tour boats. There's these giant, like, pontoon boats that do Everglades tours from uh, Flamingo if you go down to the park. And we got stuck behind one, and it's almost as wide as the damn uh, canal, so we couldn't get around it. So I'm stuck behind it going, like, super slow. There's Asians on the back taking pictures of us, and, like, just it's weird. And I'm, like, trying Typical to... Typical Asian stuff. I keep, like, looking around, trying to get around. I'm trying to get around. I can't. Well, we come to um, uh, No Wake Zone where they have a canoe trail that crosses there, and there's some kayakers, so the boat stops to crawl. We kind of idle past the kayakers, and we're going along. Well, then that boat romps and gets up on plane, and it's got two big old, like, 200-horsepower motors on the back uh, of it, and I'm sitting pretty close, so the wash hits the boat and starts throwing me around, so I get I have to get on a little bit to get up out of the water so I can yeah. control the boat, have some steerage, and Tucker wasn't ready for it. Uh, and I jumped it hard, <laughs> and she and the little was he on the front. Was, he's sitting on he? the cooler with his feet up. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's got his back again. Well, the cooler's light because we've drank all the beer, we've ate all the food, so there ain't nothing in it. And to, like I said, Tucker's a big guy. He's two hundred fifty pounds, so this mm-hmm. thing's all of a sudden real top heavy. And I'm standing behind Tucker, running the tiller, standing up, and I romp on the engine, and Tucker goes over. Like feet go up in the air, cooler flips over, lands right on my knees, knocks me down. I go in the back of the boat in the well. Like, my boat's split in the back end, so, you, uh, like, to the back of the stern. So I fall right down in the well, like, up to my uh, up to my armpits in the well of the boat, and I have the tensioner on my throttle real tight because I've been running for 20 miles. I didn't want to break my wrist trying to keep the thing in gear, so I had it real tight. And so when I fell, I romped it even harder, and it stuck because the tensioner was so tight, and we turned <laughs> and went shooting for the mangroves at, like, as fast as the mud cricket can go. And we're just turning, and somehow, or, and Tucker's laying in my lap, like, and he can't get up. He looks like a turtle laying on his back. His arms, his legs are up in there, and I'm like, yeah. move, Tucker. He's like, I can't get up. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're shooting towards the mangroves that, you know, not probably not that fast, but it felt fast when we felt like we were going to die in a minute. So I reach up from, like, low position. I'm, like, having to reach over my head. I reach up and slap it out of gear and turn the throttle down. And now my boat, because the jack plate, if I put it in reverse, I have to be baby. It, I have to baby it with a reverse because if I romp on the reverse, it throws water up over the transom and just fills the. Yeah. It'll throw a whole five gallon bucket of water in no time. I didn't have that option because they're flying towards the mangroves. So I slap it in reverse and just gun it. And here comes a wall of water up over my transom. I just sink the transom. Just douche water all over everything, including us. And I get it to where it just stops the boat and finally back off the throttle. I'm sitting in six inches of water now on my boat. Everything's wet. Tucker's still in my lap, flopping around like a drunk turtle. And 
<laughs> meanwhile, these kayakers we had just passed. Turtle. Meanwhile, these kayakers we just passed are like just sitting there staring at us. <laughs> like, luckily, the big tour boat went around a corner and didn't see this whole fiasco go off. They were really taking some so, pictures. You know what's funny? This whole thing probably lasted <laughs> ten seconds. Oh yeah, it felt like it was but so. Wouldn't long. you just love to have that on GoPro? <laughs> oh, no, like, I God, I would pay money for that. But yeah, we finally we got it straightened out, and we got up to the next like intersection. She had to pass around another boat that was coming, so she got over the side. I got around her, and I didn't have no more problems, but. Yeah, almost, almost. I spent four days fishing backcountry, way off in big water and small water, way away from human eyes, and never had a problem. And get five miles from the boat ramp when the last time I'm going to be running the boat and almost kill both of us in the damn mangroves in the oh. Canal. <laughs> yeah, Doug, it was that funny. It was good. <laughs> oh man, yeah, those the, the the stories of the mud cricket. I'm sure there'll be plenty more retardedness coming out of that thing. Well, speaking of typical other opener kind of subject matters, we were driving around today, and I hadn't heard it yet, but uh, the new Sturgill Simpson in Bloom, the Nirvana cover, have you heard that I yet? have, yeah. It's good. It's pretty it's nasty. It's pretty good, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm sure other people have covered that album, like, commercially. Mm. I mean, that song. But that thing was, like, you want to listen to your, like, kind of... This oh, is commercial, brought to you by Hagen Brothers Used Cardboard Boxes. Easy. Sorry, just had to come in with this commercial. You scared the hell out of me. Well, we got to get these things in. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The good old Hagen Brothers bring to you your best used cardboard boxes you need for all your moving and storage needs. Why buy new boxes when you can get quality second used cardboard boxes? This is Scoop Callahan for Hagen Brothers used cardboard boxes. Back to you, boys. Oh, well, I knew right. we were going to do Scoop. more commercials. I wow. thought we'd get some warning. <laughs> Scoop about knocked me out of my chair. Come diving at the microphone. <laughs> That's a tough. Like, there's no bumper. You know, <laughs> just, just like. Just is, he, is he is he like radioing you in? Like, is he just he can just he's at free. He can just pop in. Well, he has got ISD line, ISD in line, and he just he jumps just in. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Holy oh. smokes. Woo. What was that about Regan Brothers? Hagen Brothers. Hagen Brothers. Hagen That's a new Brothers. sponsor we picked up. It's, so it's not Drew and Colin. Well, Regan. we had to give a little discounts to have more commercials. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, it's, I feel good about that company, though. I mean, it's, it's recycling, you know. We're exactly. not making new cardboard boxes. We're, we're using old ones. Well, I think they used to be in new boxes, and then they all got used. That's true. But and now so that's they got their hands back on. So yeah. That's fine. Another thing I want to announce, we're about to take a real commercial break here in a second. <laughs> Um, is that let's see um, we're going to start doing not every show but we're going to do a promo code so it's going to last for basically tonight and tomorrow 25% off um, anything you want on the website and that promo code is barely live 16 there uh-huh. you go any caps or anything like that no, I don't, yes B and L are capitalized but I don't think it matters okay just um, to be sure. Just double check, boys. And that 16 is representative of the 16th The year edition. of our Lord. Oh. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> double, double, double down. Sorry. Double down on that at, one. At first, <laughs> if it was, at first, it was the year of our Lord. Then I realized it's the 16th edition. Oh. Uh, so it's, it's like a double or. entendre. We got the, yeah. So, yeah, Barely Live 16 It's going to last through tomorrow and then be done Thursday morning. Yeah. Everybody's so, got a chance. Do it. You got a chance. You got a chance. All right, so we're going to take a little break. Um, right. I need a beer. And then go from there. And we got some fine products up on the website. Fine oh, products. And also yeah. check it out with our great dealers. Uh, touch it, feel it, buy it. 
Oh, and uh, smell it. That new Solar Gree shirt wore that down the glades. I loved oh, it. Oh yeah, it was comfortable, man. I love it. it wore oh. great. Yeah, until a snapper pooped on it. I hadn't really. I think I got the. I think it came out in the wash. Paul's sport modeling some of those shorts. Oh yeah, yeah. look at you, buddy. I am. They feel good. They good, feel man. good. good. Um, even for a big boy like me. <laughs> All right. Once again, this is Scoop Callahan. This commercial break of Barely Live brought to you by Larry Hennings Shooting Services. Larry will shoot anything you want as many times as you want it shot. Cats, signs, neighbors, grifters, rebellious teenage youth, anything. And why does Larry do this? That's his business. Larry Henning shooting service business. Till next time. It tastes so wonderfully. Wonderfully. And all that vitamin C. You're gonna love high C. There's enough high C for lunchtime and snack time with a high C nine pack. So pick up High C nine at a time and wrap up a great value in six great tasting High C flavors. You're gonna love High C. Be struck by the arrow of weakness on the gilded path to forgiveness. Find my way home when the morning comes. Stay your friend. It's all been done. Simple as lightning starting right. fire. Just down from a well, Chris never hurt anyone. I'm I'm just wanna clarify, was that last commercial for a hitman? I mean Wait, what? <laughs> okay. It just sounded a little suspicious. Yeah, Michael. I gotta turn my mic on. I'm over here talking with no mic on. Why do you always have to bring all, need all the details, Mike? Yeah. I'm just asking questions, man. Just asking mm. questions. There wasn't nothing mm. detail about it. All right. So we got a voicemail this weekend. We just heard this, I guess, yesterday morning. And uh, we're going to call this customer back. or I'm not, I don't really know what you want to call him. So uh, don't we want to get the backstory? No, we're going back story. We will later. Okay, uh, we'll explain after, I guess. All right. So let me just go ahead and press call here. I'm gonna pause this music. Joe? Is it Joe? Joe. Yeah, yeah. Who's this? Hey, this is Will and Paul with Flood Tide Company. How you doing, buddy? And Mike. Who, who's this again? Who, who's this again? This is Will and Paul and Mike with Flood Tide Company. We were giving you a call back. We got your voicemail. Oh, oh, well, I, I, I appreciate you calling me back. Uh, fellas, I, I got a... Uh, I got a situation going on down here. I, I'll give you the, the the background on it. I live down in, in Jupiter, Florida. 
I do uh, a lot of lot of fishing down here, and and I uh, was putting together a flats boat for myself, and and me and buddy and a buddy of mine were were kind of looking forward to going doing some some fishing out in uh, you know Florida Bay and running around in flats and keys, and you know mostly we've been doing offshore stuff. It was uh, it was my wife's birthday. Uh, <laughs> Back back then, and we were we went all. She wanted some some grouper, some snapper for dinner, so we went offshore and you know went and did all that. Well, I had this this little outboard in my garage, a 25 horsepower uh, Yamaha. You know, nothing fancy. You know, I like the, the you know not fancy stuff. Ain't got no electronics or anything. I just want something nice and reliable. You know. Yeah. Uh, full cord and all that. So I had all that. And I was kind of working on it just a little bit, making sure it's in good shape. And I was looking at little Dawson's gift. Uh, thought that'd be you know decent, decent little boat to get started on at least. So anyway, come back from from uh, that fishing trip and, and catching them, them snapper and grouper. You know, the wife she doesn't she doesn't like them. You know, nothing, nothing fancy, just on the grill, a little, little butter and olive oil, you can blacken it if you want. No, 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 you don't need to get you know, fancy with it or this shit like that. This kind of was. But uh, anyways, we, uh, we we get back to the to the house and the garage door's open, and now I'm thinking, I didn't, I'm pretty sure I closed that when I left. Sure as hell, that, that outboard that I was just telling you about, that, that outboard's gone. And I was like, oh, what does that have to what do? What, what, is, what, what, is that, what does that have to do with us? Why'd you call us? Well, uh, so, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, hey, bear with me now. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So, I, uh, you know, start looking, and I'm looking everywhere for this motor. And I'm thinking maybe my buddy took it and he got something done. He said he hadn't, you know, he didn't take it. So, you know, I, I figured things stole it. So, a few weeks go by. Up on Instagram, this, this Mad Mike character, <laughs> asshole guy, God, he, he posts this picture of of this little little skiff he's got, and some like got some fucking name like Butt Cricket or some bullshit. I hate all And on the back of it, if, if you can believe it, there, there's my goddamn motor. <laughs> Um, hey, all of y'all. <laughs> hey, man, they, they only made a couple so, hundred thousand. They, how in the hell is it your motor? So, all right. So, so, anyways, I, I can tell you it's my motor because I know what my motor looks like. They all look the same. And I can tell you it, 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 it's the same. Motor. I prove it to you. I prove it to you. I can't. I can't. In none of the pictures he put out there on Instagram, you can't see the prop. But I can tell you right now. It's a, a three-blade aluminum prop. <laughs> like it's every not, other Yamaha ever made. Keep going. <laughs> it's a... It's got a little bit. It's got some things in it. And it's light. I know it for a fact. I know it for a fact. It's my damn motor. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to argue. This asshole come down and, and stole it from me. That's an awful long drive for a motor. Well, I mean, I paid good money for that motor. So and, did I. <laughs> you know, so all I wanted him to do is I asked him if he'd send me the VIN number. No. And he said he wasn't going. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not going. <laughs> Wait, who, who's this? This is Mad Mike. 
<laughs> hey, back to you, fucker. I, look, man, I'm sorry well, about your motor. It's sad people steal shit, but it ain't me, and I ain't got it. So well, now, now, hold on. <laughs> hold on just a second now. Hold on just a damn minute. I'm listening. Now, that's, that's, much, that's much bullshit. <laughs> now, it just ain't a coincidence that if my motor gets stolen, and then, and then two, three weeks later, there it goes on, on Instagram on the back of your boat. Now, what am I supposed to think about that? That they made more than one of those motors. <laughs> that'd but be my, that'd that be my first that, thought. That, one is my, that one's my motor. I can measure it with my eyes and tell you that that's my motor. <laughs> you can measure it with a caliper. It'll still be the same size. I mean, it don't make no difference. <laughs> now, now, hey, Joe. Now, yeah, I'll, yes, sir. I, even though he doesn't, Michael doesn't work for us. I know you called up the voicemail that said, you know. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't. Because I found, as I started. Hold on, man. Hold uh, on, Joe. Started searching. Now, I, hey. You hold on just a minute now. I, I think hey. I, found, I found you on, uh, as I started, like, I was going to do some investigation into this, this bad Mike character, asshole, and, and uh, that, I came across your, your website, and apparently he does some radio show bullshit with you. And uh, that's, that's how I got your, your number. Now, now in the message you left us, this is why we wanted to call you today. You said you're coming up here this week. So are, are, you, are you still coming? Are you on the way now? Is that why you're driving? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the way now. Oh, you're going to have a I'm bad time. Come, I'm going <laughs> to come see I'm gonna, uh, cause I got, I got the address to where, to, I guess that's your office. Well, you but don't, you, say you better not come by here. Go, coming by here ain't gonna serve you any good. Well, I mean, that's, I figure you can tell me where he lived at. No, uh-uh. We're on Michael's side on this one, buddy. You could have just given him the VIN number, and he would have, you know, he doesn't want stolen goods, so he's gonna hook you up and help you out if, if the rare... Now, now, now I don't, I can't. Okay, now I'll send him the VIN number. He's just going to say that it, it ain't, it, that ain't it. I got, I got me a cheap engine. Well, now, if, if I sent you mine, you'd just tell me it matched. <laughs> if he didn't steal it, then he knows the guy who did, and all the turn is Now, when you left that voicemail, you had some pretty choice words of things that you're going to do to Mike once uh-huh. you find him. I bet he did. Well, unless he's got... You know, some big bastard for a friend that's going to help him out. Yeah, he's going to get a nice ass whooping. I got a few big bastards for friends, and I don't think I'll need them, but I can call if I need to. <laughs> Me and Paul uh, are just friends. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I'm already. Here, let's forget So that. I, I called a, a private investigator, his, his, and he's going he's gonna to find out where, this, where, where well, you live at. Well, you come on by, bud. Come on, we'll be here, we'll be here for a bit. Find come on. We'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you in person on that oh, one. Oh, <laughs> I hate both of you guys. I mean, Jesus he, he Christ. He did leave a message, man. I uh, bet he did. I bet he did. You guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so tell the story real quickly. So I really... All right, this sounds ridiculous. This sounds like something that we would set up for a radio show, right? Because it's that ridiculous. Um, I honestly didn't know that this shit was going to happen today. Um, but the story, I actually did get approached on Instagram from a dude that saw my motor on instagram when i bought it and put it on my boat and 
started off, he tried to be all sly, like detective, like and was like, "Hey, how much does one of those motors cost?" And then you know, I told him like you know, the what, same message you were sent, like on Instagram message. Yeah, Instagram message, and he sent me, and uh, I told him how much I paid for it, and but I, I got a deal on it, um, so I told him you know what you would normally pay for it and what I pay for it, and so then he goes, "Well." My motor got stolen three weeks before you posted that picture. Can you send me the VIN numbers from your motor? I was like, no. No, I'm not going to send you the identification marks off of my <laughs> motor. like someone calling me and asking about my car. Will you give me the VIN number in your car? Yeah, like, no. no. Mike, Mike sent us all the pictures of this yeah. going down, and it's yeah. hilarious. And, and I was like, yeah. no. Uh, first off, I was on my way to work. And I got this message. Well, first off, I, I can't right now. Secondly, I'm probably not going to. And then I was like, I mean, I'm sorry. Your motor got stolen, but... I was like, I and I do. I have the origination papers from Yamaha, like at home with the motor. Yeah, like that matches the VIN numbers so on to my you, motor. It's not even like in no, it's story. not even. It's not even a. There's no way it even exists. But then okay, so the whole thing goes on. I think this guy lives in Charleston. <laughs> like I thought maybe he had a legit gripe because yeah. I thought he lived in Charleston. I was like, well, you know, it's not unrealistic to think that some you know a motor pops up locally three weeks after yours gets stolen. It matches pretty much. That's not unrealistic. It's not true in this case. Because I have all the paperwork to prove that this motor is the motor that I bought, and you know I have all the paperwork stuff. So I knew I wasn't at blame, but I didn't think it was too crazy. Yeah. But I was like, and he's like, you know, he said it put my mind at ease if you sent me the VIN numbers. I was like, first off, I don't owe you putting your mind at ease because I don't owe you anything. Yeah. I was like, if you want to give me your VIN numbers, I'll be happy to check it, but I promise you it won't match because I have the paperwork and all this stuff. And he was like, "I love his answer. Why would I do that?" Yeah, he literally <laughs> was like, "Oh, so I'm just gonna send you my VIN numbers, and you're just gonna tell me if it matches or not." I was like, and then I did this. And it was very punny, and I didn't mean it to be a pun, but I was like, "Well, I guess we're in the same boat." And I was like, <laughs> "No pun intended." But then at the end, like I kind of I clicked on this guy's name, like on Instagram, and it showed or his his, his image. And I'm not gonna say his name. I'm not gonna say a name at all. But like I clicked on his name, and then I like you know Google's a beautiful thing, so I Google this guy's name. And it, it pops up on a few fishing websites, like for tournaments and stuff. This guy's fish. He lives in Miami, 800 miles away, yeah. and thinks that somehow somebody stole a Yamaha 25 and thought that it was worth his money to drive it 800 miles away and scalp it somewhere. And that person just happened to be a good friend of mine that I've known for 15 years that would have driven to Miami, stole his motor off his boat. I guess because you were down in Miami about three weeks ago. That's oh, all. Oh, it kind of does make sense. Well, but, the, yeah, it, it's... Considering uh, the picture you posted was like a year ago. Yeah, the picture was a year old anyway, but it doesn't even matter. So that whole conversation pretty much happened over Instagram messaging. Now it's <laughs> happened in real life thanks to these two assholes. I don't even know who you got to call that in. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't him. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was. <laughs> There's a man named Tucker. Oh, my God. That was Tucker, wasn't it? God, you suck. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. God, people are crazy, man. So if the dude listens, I'm not going to say your name. I don't have your motor. <laughs> I promise you, I do not have your motor. Sorry your shit got jacked. People are shitheads, but I ain't got it. That's my <laughs> uh, That's too good, man. It's too good. Oh, that's you hilarious. guys suck. <laughs> oh, whatever we can do. I don't really know how to transition from that into something else. <laughs> I don't either. That was, I, got, I got prank called. Oh, God, shit. Commercial for Flood Tide's Barely Live. This commercial brought to you by Kurt Towel. It's a curtain. It's a towel. It's a Kurt Towel. Kitchers now at all your finest bathing stores. Back to you, boys. 
Anyway, so yeah. That was fucking ridiculous. Um, Scoop, your mic's still on. Mike's oh, oh, hey, guys. Hey, oh, sorry about that. I was talking about the next one's coming up. See y'all soon. Jesus. Anyway, he'll just pop in. Golly. Oh, all the time, man. He's a nut. Yeah. Anyway. That was ridiculous. Well, Scoop, he's a he's a man of... Scoop finds those, uh, those little... Real jump, niche products. Those little jumps in the conversation. He'll jump right in. Oh, yeah, man. But his products are real niche so, you know, I've had some times in some bathrooms where I wish the curtains were towels. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> just, whoa. Just well, let's dissect that one. <laughs> so, so you've been there where you just look around and all of a you sudden... Know what the weird thing, you know what the weird thing is? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a voicemail about that, too. Let's call him right now. <laughs> oh, please, God, no. <laughs> all right, so the next thing I was going to bring up, old uh, Larry Puckett's five Bs growing up, which were... Bitches, basketball. Babes, uh, barbecue. Yep. Blues, you know, music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bass, fishing. Ooh. And beer, which I've thrown a bourbon in there. Beer, oh, yeah, bourbon. Beer, bourbon, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the three foundation, you know, words of flood tide are blues, bass, and beer. There I think is. barbecue, as much as y'all eat at home team, barbecue could probably be one of the pillars of this company. And we've all got babes. And we do. We all got, we got babes. Our babes. Mm-hmm. Got our babes. You got a baby. I watched Babe the other day on TV. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so... uh Anyway, that's so I'll my do pig. I grew up. I'll I grew do. up with my dad basically like at age two, driving me around. Oh, I grew up my dad too. That's cool. <laughs> well, some people did. That's true. So, oh, way to bring it down, Paul. Oh, I'm just being a smart ass. <laughs> I like how Tucker's texting me. Here's t- Tucker just texting me. He didn't have a clue, did he? <laughs> and then he writes, "Don't let him write that guy back on Instagram." <laughs> Anyway, uh, but yeah, little some just some thoughts about growing up with old pop. So he uh, he made sure that I was gonna like the ladies one day, right in that convertible. Oh yeah, we'd always go drive around White Rock Lake. I saw some of those photos. Y'all were picking up ladies and all. Are you <laughs> saying your dad was trying to like prevent you from being gay or something? I guess was so. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Look at the ladies in the short shorts, Paul." <laughs> Look at them, you like them. Look at them. Paul, go upstairs. Them. Go to that house right there and go upstairs for the 20 and ask for the special. Yeah, if they get too close, you <laughs> pinch one of them now. It's your duty as a man. You might get asked if you like champagne. <laughs> anyway, but. Uh, one champagne room for my son. <laughs> the three B's, boys. Three B's. three B's. I like it. I like it. I like everything. I guess about if, that. if we go fishing today, which we're talking about, yeah. we will have experienced four of those B's. What's the four? Bitches? Babes. Oh, babes. I mean, yeah. bitches, I saw my sure. babes morning. <laughs> Modernizing it. So, yeah, we're looking at maybe going fishing after this. So, yeah, we're going to try. That means we need to be done in an hour. Oh, we got it. We, we, got, that that we got that licked. Oh, yeah. We can do that. All right. So, we're going to take a little break. Um, come back. We're going to talk about the watchathon. You oh, excited yeah, well, about that? Well, no, yeah. So I mean, I, I hope it's worth our time. You've mentioned it three times now. It better be good. Involves all the watching. This is a badass song. Is it Sunbolt? Which one is this? Wrinkle Neck Mules. Oh, that is them. That is the Mules, ain't it? Love them, boys. See you in a second. Wait, what? Hello once again, boys and girls. This is Scoop Callahan with the end of the segment for the Bally Live podcast. This segment brought to you by Mitch's Mid-Sized Mannequin Mall. Mitch has every mannequin you need in mid-sizes. 
the lowest mannequin prices in all of Charleston. For all your mannequin events or rentals, go see Mitch down at the Mannequin Mall. Mitch's Mid-Sides Mannequin Mall. Come on down. Another fucking winner. For you, it's as natural as the morning. No sugar added, no preservatives, just an honest nutty crunch. Post Grape Nut Cereal. You know when you've got it good. Yes, you know when you've got it segment there. Hey, I'm supposed to make sure I tell you not to write that guy on Instagram. I'm not going <laughs> to write that guy on Instagram. I didn't... Oh, you guys suck. We thought about going by and getting your VIN number while you slept, and we were like, he won't fucking know his own VIN no, number. No, why would I know my VIN exactly. number? Exactly. Nobody knows their VIN <laughs> number. I don't even... You know what I thought about... Uh, is it you get your car stolen? It's like, well, what's your license plate number? Oh. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. South Carolina? Yeah, it's that one. Oh, God, I'm texting Tucker right now. I'm just telling him how bad he sucks. So, uh, one of the major forgotten phenomenons of Saturday Night Live that Will and I, I used to, like, right when I started kind of getting to know Will, I'm like, I was like that kid that always has, you know, the kid's dad, like, say that joke again, dad. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about Will Abbott was that he knew every Bill Brasky line. Oh, I love oh. Bill Brasky, especially when we were drinking, it's going out in town. I loved Bill Brasky on Saturday Night Live, and then I found a whole new love for it with the Will, the Thrill Abbott. So, if, if you don't know Bill Brasky, it was about five or six different skits on Saturday Night Live where they all just, all these guys are businessmen that are just drinking their ass off after work, talking about, like, oh my God, you know Bill Brasky, and they share Bill Brasky stories. <laughs> are you familiar with Bill? Brasky? I can't remember it, but I might. I mean, so they just sit around and just say the most ridiculous stuff, like when um, he once scissor kicked Angela Lansbury. He breastfeeds John Madden. Uh, so it was, it was like it was like the. Uh, it's in front of his coffin, and, wasn't it? No, well they do what coffin ones at the bar. They just all tell stories about him. So it's like, like the Chuck Norris jokes before Chuck. It Norris. was pre Chuck Norris. Yeah, pre Chuck pre Chuck Norris jokes, but it was kind of the same thing. Like he once had, we once had a bachelor party for Brasky. He ate the entire cake before we could tell him there was a stripper in it. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I had breakfast with Brasky? Brasky drank a full glass of liquid LSD with his eggs. Then he slept for eight months straight. When he woke <laughs> up, he rubbed his eyes and said, all in all, I prefer gin. <laughs> uh, 
Wasn't that well, that was Michael Myers was one of the guys that was sitting around telling us they had all right? they had all kind of people. It was mainly that. though. Uh, it was never on unless what's his name was on. John Goodman. Well, well, John Goodman was one. The that host was though that always would host Saturday Live. He has the most hostings. It was on Thirty Rock. Oh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, always yeah. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He once had a four-day heart attack. Yeah, a day for every chamber. When they did the autopsy, they said his heart was like a basketball field with ricotta cheese. <laughs> <laughs> he loved extension cords. He hated Mexicans. And he was half Mexican. And he hated irony. <laughs> Brasky's semen conforming to liquidy human, like the guy from Terminator 2. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know how Brasky served three tours in Nam? Well, I'm in Corpus Christi on business a month ago, and I had this eight-foot-tall Asian waiter, which made me a little curious. So I asked him his name. Sure enough, Ho-Tran Brasky. <laughs> <laughs> eight-foot Asian waiter. <laughs> he has a toenail on the end of his penis. <laughs> the Yankees. That's used, my personal favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Yankees used his foreskin as a rain tarp for the field. <laughs> Mm. Oh, uh, that's about it. I mean, there's a great, there's a list of them, list of them. So, do you? He date raped David Bowie. <laughs> date raped David Bowie. <laughs> Are you trying to tell the people though they need to go investigate? Yeah, go investigate you. these. Watch the videos. It's great. So, oh, Lord. definitely one of the things that we have fun with, and um, I think we want to share that fun with y'all. So, so as, as far as the music goes, Did someone say Bill Brasky. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So there it is. Okay, well, <coughs> the people enjoyed Thank that. Will Thank you. One of my few segments. Um. So yeah, we went and saw Hellmouth last week. I saw that. Yeah, I saw, saw that. Going, I was that, gonna be at That's work. like one of the. So I didn't have to sell Sarah. She actually wanted to go. I was literally shocked. Yeah, Doug, Doug was Doug there. was there. I bet yeah. he was shocked. Um. So I didn't really Wait, have to sell. <laughs> I didn't really have to sell Sarah on it. Because she loves the fact there's a girl in the band. Yeah, well, that's so, why I go to see bands. Yeah, there's, there's a guy a chick, in the band. There's, there's, well, a, guy there's a guy in the band. In the band. <laughs> you know, and the girl actually is a really good musician, and she's easy to look at. And anyway, so half the songs. It's a win-win for you. Half the songs are a girl, a girl singing the songs. So we're sitting there at Rue de Jean talking about that right before the show. Rue de Jean. So I want to see a band that's you know, really hard. You know, you know what's bad though? I go to Rue de Jean to a nice French restaurant, and all I ever eat is a burger. Dude, they have the best food. It's a good anyway, burger. It's a cool bar too. You just, oh yeah, it's a great pre-show. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. We went there food. before we saw Garth Brooks. Oh, I bet see? you did. And we got drunk as shit. Oh, wait, what else are you gonna? I want to go see a band that's hard to look at. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Well, most, <laughs> I want to find that band. Well, you go see most, Gwar or something <laughs> where they all dress up in those yeah. big suits. Yeah, most good bands I can't make eye contact. Most with good that bands like, are hard to look at. Like that's the shitty problem with today's music is they're all models and that's why they get the. Maybe just yeah. be a guitarist with like a scary, creepy stare that just stares at one person. James Mercury. I just want to stare at one person. Just, That's what yeah, just make does. eye contact, lock in. Like, yeah. don't let him blink. Don't yeah. let him blink. Just lock in. Like, you go to the bathroom and you're like, look over your shoulder, see if he's still looking at you. He's, he's still staring at down. <laughs> just he stares at the door till you come back out. That's it. <laughs> so, so Sarah and I are at the bar talking about that that fact that the, you know it's cool. There's a girl in the band. They they rock it. They rock it good. And Doug comes in there. You know all. You Doug. know, Doug. looking like he just got through doing a deal. And he sits down and he goes, "God, can you believe the girl left the band three days ago?" <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the girl oh. was not the. Band. 
<laughs> so wait, if she sings half the songs, how? Yeah, it was still awesome. I mean, I mean I'm sure because they got three out, two or three albums, so they still had plenty of material. But to work two of my favorite songs are the ones she sings. But it was, it was awesome. It was a good show. Are they going the direction of drive-by truckers, where they're just going to start disbanding and doing solo, putting new people in? And- Doug seems to be sure that the lead singer dude has a problem with alcohol or drugs. Like he was real. Wait, what? Into himself the whole time. I was like, I, I wait was, a minute. I didn't notice that, that band's not going to make it. Those members are involved in alcohol and drugs. Oh, never works out. That's a dead end road in music. Yeah, you can't anyway, be involved in drugs. So if you haven't seen Hellmouth live, you need to. Highly recommended by this guy right here. Yeah, I can't say I've ever seen him live. But I need to. I can say I've never seen him live. All right, yeah. Did I Isn't say that, that what backwards? Michael said? I can't say I've ever seen him live. Yeah, maybe. No, I, can say I may have said it wrong. I, I do that a lot. Who knows? Well, you said I can't say. How do you say burger life. in French? So you were correct, burger. but he threw in. He made Lay it. Burger. <laughs> Neither one of y'all made it a double negative. So That's you're all true. Good. Yeah, I was, I was worried I made a double negative there. I'm no. not sure. Yeah. Okay. That, I got weird. I got into grammar. That's all I got. All right. Michael, you got any topics you want to talk about? Topics. I mean, there's always topics. Um, big sugar. Well, yeah, the big sugar. No, we ain't got to talk about that no more. Little sugar. I'm so I'm so mad about it and over it. Uh, it that's one of those things where you just you get pissed about something for so long, you're tired of being pissed about it. You ever get there? I know. It's kind of kind of where I'm at with that. Well, what's funny is I thought you had made up the name Big Sugar, and now it's no. Big Sugar <laughs> everywhere. Well, and one the thing, uh, we got back to our cars after we came out of the backcountry, and and that company Bull Sugar or the the organization Bull Sugar that uh, our uh, buddy George Montudens was talking about, and. Uh, one of the guys leading the fight on trying to get the land bought back up and you know get the water diverted and all that stuff. They had left stickers under my uh, mine and germs' yeah, trucks. Right, yeah. So I've, I've got saying, a couple saying what? Saying buy back the sugar land. It's like a it's a picture of the it's a port. Oh, I thought you like big sugar might have put a tag on your. No, yeah, That'd no, big cool. sugar didn't hit me. No, it was concert the, tonight. Yeah, at big sugar properties. Um, no, it was. Uh, it you was think it might have been big sugar hired those Asian guys in that boat to wake you out? Make you wreck down in the Everglades. Dude, those Asians really were taking pictures of us. I, I didn't make that part up. There was Big sugar. There was an Asian couple in the back, and they had their cameras, and they just kept snapping pictures of me and Tucker. So oh, trans sugar. We did what you would always do. We started posing and like, because <laughs> well, we were drunk, and you know that's what you do. But it, it was fun, man. That was a good trip. Um, didn't catch shit really, but it was fun. Well, that's how, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, man. It's, but I'm back home now, and, and you, you call something every time they call it catching. Did you see the? Uh, oh, God, there it is. Did you ever see the? Uh, did you Top see the article lines. that Post occurred today where they're talking about the redfish numbers are in decline in South uh-uh. Carolina? Yeah. Uh oh. They're talking about. Uh, they're talking about having to readjust the limits again for the kill. You know, uh, our redfish were doing great back in 2000. That's why they changed the limits and let us keep more or whatever. Which none of us kill fish, but. You know, I ain't mad at somebody who wants to eat one. Well, it started happening uh, in Georgia about six, seven years ago. And then everybody came to South Carolina and started fishing, and then Georgia, like, boom. Well, I mean, I think that's what people don't understand is it's not just the kill rate, but you got to understand the population in South Carolina has exploded, especially in this area. And, I mean, there's just more people out there after them, and, you know, it ain't like the redfish can sense the population growth and start populating more themselves. I mean, They can't? No. So it's, it's it has to happen. So they're, they're talking about having to back off the limits again and try to give them a chance to... Well, rebound, they but they're should. saying numbers are down. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Beaufort, the uh, cobia fishing's down on the Broad River. They're shutting and it out. They completely. shut it down for May, and they're going to have tighter restrictions on uh, every other month. But have they it, been it, seeing it, fish though? Not really. Uh, That's I, sad. That's like well, a- I tell you what, it's it's good actually. It's gotten all these people. It's gotten them off the water and quit chasing them because they have just 
dwindled. So that the fly fishing down. guys can go out and well, fly fishing them. guys ain't even going down because it's not even consistent. Yeah, it's it's, I mean, now you're going to two to three a year when it used to be like two to three oh, a day. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I remember back in the day we used to see a lot up on the surface. So, so, yeah, so no one even bothers with it, and that's good. That's yeah, good. They need it. Well, that's lack almost, of attention is good. Well, they're shutting down catch off of I think in state waters and federal waters like after. I think June first or something. You're not allowed to kill them at all, like for the rest of summer or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, like you only get like one month of harvest and then it's over. Well, but um, the problem was was the Broad River. Um, those those cobia are just subspecies, yeah. and essentially, if you pull every one of those out of the water, they're, they're not they coming go back. Extinct. They're not coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different thing. Well, conservation hour, y'all. There it yeah. is. There's, There's, all kind of stuff. There's always something to be talking about, man. Um, well. I got stuck in a in a little vortex last Sunday, a week from mm-hmm. um, the Comcast Watchathon. So oh, we were going to talk about so that. So a commercial came on for it. So let me guess, what did you watch? Southern Charms start yeah, off. Yeah, got a no. That's on like Housewives of LA. Oh, you've already got that channel. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. That good oh, for yeah. you. Did so, you get on Black Sales or something? No. Or something? So we're commercial came on for it, and we can figure out the dates. It said a week, <laughs> a week of free TV premium <laughs> channels. Yeah. No, wait a minute, like wait a minute. Did you, do you four. still get charged for your Comcast during that week? Of yeah. your standard Oh, bill? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you okay. pay your bill, yeah. but you get the extra shit okay. that you're okay. not willing okay. to pay for. Okay. So, I said that, that I don't thing, here's what I said. So, I say to Sarah, like, it's one of those things that as I'm in the middle of saying it, I kind of start realizing what I'm saying. <laughs> so, it's Sunday at about four or five. I go... Babe, when we used to have HBO a couple of years ago, didn't you used to watch that show, Girls? Oh, oh shit. shit. You're done. So it was like, flick, flick, flick. Before <laughs> you could blink, you know, it was on. I got stuck in a six-hour vortex. That's a fucked up show. I watched, and I watched it's a horrible it. show. Oh, I wouldn't it's say just, it's horrible. It's, not horrible. Yeah. it's pretty fucked up. Like I wouldn't say it's horrible. The, girl, the, the little sympathy girl popped her damn eardrum on purpose. What is wrong but with she's, you? What, what, she's crazy. Uh, here's what she's me the most. Too. Is the ugliest... Chubbiest girl in there gets naked the most. She looks, she, she looks like a pack so of mayonnaise. <laughs> why can't the hot like why can't the hotter ones like get like you know it's like uh, that one gets naked the most. She's constantly has a boob out. Oh, she's yeah. constantly sitting on a dude. My, she's gross. Uh, look, I'll go she's just, my, not, even, not not physically. Don't get me wrong. Out there, people. I no, got, no, no, I'll I'll, I'll stick with. We'll be that. Look, she just. Her whole attitude about life and, and the whole oh, she's gonna move the way to Canada she carries, if Trump gets, the way gets she, the way she carries herself on the show she's just a, she's just a disgusting person like she's a vile self centered disgusting person in general I don't give a fuck what she looks like naked because I'm not gonna fuck her but <laughs> she she's just as a disgusting person like it really. That whole show just disturbs me. Like, the whole vibe of that show is just terrible. And they're like, it represents the millennials. Fuck you. I ain't nothing like any of those motherfuckers. And, like, I, 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 I get mad being grouped into that shit. Like, fuck them. Like, Mike, no, Mike Schramm. They're, they're terrible people. We got more out of that than by, the, mo- the motor. By the, way, <laughs> by the way, Michael, we say not going to make love to her. Oh, well, okay. There's another way of putting it. <laughs> There's two ways to skin a cat. Oh, uh, man, yes. That's awful. You got to go Sopranos. You got to go Silicon, I'll tell you a good Silicon show that you would like. I see Ballers. I've never seen nah, that. No. Vinyl. You would I want to see Vinyl. vinyl. I saw vinyl. the ad for Vinyl. I've been watching I, Vinyl. Vinyl's I heard Vinyl's good. Good. A really good, really good show is Silicon Valley. I heard that's oh, good, too. Dude, it's that's hilarious. Cool. Oh, my God. That's on Netflix now, right? No. No, I don't think so. The, the HBO third Go. season just started. You can buy HBO Go, Go. separately. Yeah. Like if you if you don't have cable, like I don't have cable. It's like eight dollars. It's like eight dollars a month. Oh we have, really? Yeah. yeah. You get you every can show get it ever. Roku or through I can a smart. Do it through my computer. Yeah, you can do whatever, and you can. Buy I heard H- they got internet on computers. They now. do, and you can wire it in your TV. We do it through a Roku, but yeah, we have HBO Go, but 
You don't have to have HBO to get HBO Go. You can buy it as a separate entity without the cable. Okay. Well, there you go. And then you can, yeah. and it's on demand. Like you have everything. At my, at my house, that. we fully, we fully pulled the plug on TV. Yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah. We're trying to figure out the MLB package yeah, thing. Yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. So Will's using my MLB. They won't say that I'll tell you. They'll come get you. They'll come get you. While at Paul's house. While at Paul's house. Yeah, he's covering it up. <laughs> he's using it, yeah, when he's visiting. Yeah, no, I, I, we ha- I've had cable and I haven't had cable since we moved out of the house in Mount Pleasant, Paul, since we split ways as roommates. So you're so all not, internet watching. I, I, look, I, yeah. look, I look at having channels. With cable and all that, you get all these channels, and you ultimately what you find, ultimately what you find out, it's like having a lot of damn magazines in your living room. It's like, yeah. why the hell are these here? I don't ever look at them. Yeah, there's four channels you probably watch. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Well, and now I probably pay about as much between my internet and the subscriptions I have, like to Hulu. Uh, that's for the girl because she likes to watch some TV show stuff that I don't care about, but she pays for it, so that's whatever. And then Netflix, and I have HBO, and I probably pay close to the same amount as cable, but I don't have. All the other crap, and I get to just pay for the channels I want. So it's it's definitely I think it's better. I don't have to fuck with it, and I have it on Roku, and I have everything's on demand. Like there's no, oh this TV show comes on tonight. It don't matter when it comes on. I want to watch it tonight. There it is. Got it. Done. I love it. Big fan. Well, there you go. Big fan. So do we need to uh, get on the phone with David? We're gonna take a little break. Okay. I'm gonna let him know we're coming at him. Coming at him hard. Coming at you. He's down in Tarpon Camp, down in uh, Turkey Point, Florida. Mag- Magnum, he's from, where's he from? Shallow Water Expeditions. He's at Santa Rosa Beach, like down Watercolor near Panama yeah. City. Does he, is he do the mother trip shit? No, it's service? all. I forget the name of the guide service. But Shallow Water a, Shallow Water, that's right, at an old okay. Florida Outfitters. I got you, I got you. All right, we'll talk to him. But, uh, all right, so we're going to take a little break and come on back. Coming in hot, mm. staying hard. Classic, it's right at the end of the song. Let me, you know, that was so classic. Staying hard, yeah. You gotta give Paul's tagline again. It's Still hard, <laughs> still going. <laughs> Love this song, man. not as hard now. But. This segment of Bally Live brought to you by Ganesha's Ethnic Hat and Robe Store. Funny hats and robes for all ethnicities and religions. Ever wonder where that strange bearded man on St. Andrew Street that walks up and down between 12 and 2 on the way to our restaurant gets all his clothes? Well, he got it at Ganesha's, the finest ethnic robe and hat stores. So swing on down to Ganesh if you're a little different from all of us and get suited up. Ganesh's, there's a Scoop Callahan over and out. Thanks, Scoop. Yeah, you're welcome, Paul. Still hard. Comparing our new Haynes waistband with the fruit of the loom trainees. Here, pull it. Men know our comfort weave waistband fits better. For one thing, it's stronger. Wow, is it? <laughs> now pull fruit of the loom's band. It's weaker. Of course. It's no contest. Haynes wins the battle of the bands. <laughs> That's why we put our name on it, kid. Haynes fits better than fruit of the loom. 
snake's level gonna pop my corn with the devil shuffle. There it is. So is anybody going to see that? Now, this has nothing to do with that. I'm not Doug, and I don't think this is Hank Williams. But uh, that movie, have you seen the movie previews for that Hank Williams movie coming out? I saw it like six months ago. Like saw the movie? The Wait, what? I, it's, I, I think it's a Hank out. Williams movie? Yeah, it's called... Uh, Hank Williams Jr. or Hank Williams? Hank Williams Sr. Okay, I'd first like, go see more. I'd more off to see a Hank Williams Jr. movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. but I like Hank Williams. Yeah, it's like those, It's like kind of like the walk the line. It's like the story of Hank Williams Sr. Gotcha. His whole deal. It's called... Uh, I forget what something like this little light or something like that. The one thing that amazed me with him is Hank Williams I saw Senior the light, I think. is I think he I'm throwing some numbers off, okay? <laughs> but I think he died at 29, and I, I don't think he had 40 something number one hits. Yeah, I don't doubt at it. At 29, the dude yeah. was yeah. <laughs> he drank a little bit. He did like that drink. He liked them pills too. On top of the this drinking. morning, I had a call from Rob Smith in Atlanta at the Fish Hawk. <laughs> This is funny. Some people call him the mustache. But anyway, he, uh, Paul, what you doing May 20th? I go, well, I'll be down in St. Augustine. He goes, oh, hell. <laughs> I had two tickets for not Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson, but Willie Nelson. And he was wanting me to go with well, there you mandate, go. trying to do a mandate. Uh, from long distance, that's a six-hour-away mandate. Now, we talked about Merle the day he died, and then we talked about Prince the day before he died. Yeah, oh, we had right, Purple right. Rain purple the day rain. before he died. That was it, creepy. Don't blame us. Wasn't our fault. But who who did you say that we should talk about today? Well, I was like, well, I don't want them to die. I can't. Sturgill? No. No. But anyway, I, mean, I saw, I saw I was talking to numbers. I saw Prince's stats. Like Somebody put it up on, like, I saw it on some website like after he died. Like he had like uh, three or four diamond albums and like in the double digit platinum albums in my head. Like his 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 sales. Doug, Doug, say that again. What was that? Okay, I only have this much capacity in my head. You can only tell him so much. But yeah, man, like he had his numbers were retarded. Like I had no idea that he had sold that many albums. Like it was staggering. He made some Monet. Oh yeah. All right, we got to get on this phone call with David. So let me just kind of give you all an intro. Most people probably know who he is, but it's funny. Where were we sitting the other day? Or I saw a commercial for him. He was on the Eddie commercial. Mellow Mushroom. That's right. Watching uh, that show with him, and uh, no, it wasn't that show. It was another show that came on after it. Yeah, Uh, it was no, it's a Yeti commercial during that show. Yeti commercial. That's what it was. And uh, Mangum. Oh, we we know Mangum for years, and we're seeing this Yeti commercial, and we're like. Well, down. There's He's David. starting to turn into this like the superstar poster boy of tough, gritty, and cool. Well, it's because he's got that look, though. Yeah, he's kind of got that like "fuck you" on his face all the time, which is kind of like a, like, a, like He's that, like the new Marlboro man. He's like that he's look like, that like uh, like I don't watch girls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you could see Magnum just riding a tarpon across some yeah. you know like six foot seas, just looking That's at it. you with a cigarette dangling from his mouth. It's like "fuck you." Well, let's call, let's call him and see if he tells us that. Yeah. I don't think he talks like any of us, by the way, but whatever. No, but, you know, it's fun to... <laughs> Who does? Just think That's he does. true. Let's turn it down a little bit. Hello? David, it's Paul, Will, and Mike. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Hey, Dave. What's going on? Doing good, doing good. What up? So you just got off the Wata? I did, yeah. My, uh, my guy, he had to try to get in front of some weather, and he flew out early. Well, there you go. I mean, are we kind of in the early season right now for where, where you fish and what you do, or are you starting to see some fish? Super duper early. Yeah, it's kind of like maybe in a bunch of days we'll see one, then maybe you'll see 
a few more than that, but it's pretty early. Yeah, way early. I got you. So has anything in the weather or anything kind of told you, like, as far as people seeing fish in the Keys, like when you should start kind of getting your main your main meat wads coming through there, if you will? You know, kind of. Um, our fish, and I think tarpon in general, you know, we're not waiting for fish to arrive from down south. We're, we're kind of waiting for fish to move in from the Gulf. That's okay. how it works. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then later on, fish do come from up, up in the south, and fish move from the west to east. They're in the mouth of the Mississippi. They're cruising. Basically, it's kind of like, uh, I think more, it, it works more like salmon coming back to their home river. Fish move back in from the Gulf of Mexico into their birth estuaries, if you will. Gotcha. Well, cool. cool. Yeah. Well, Dave, I kind of uh, gave a little intro um, before we called you, just that you're 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 out of uh, shallow water expeditions and uh, you're at Turkey Point back at Tarpon Camp right now. But the rest of the time, where do you kind of uh, base yourself out out of? Like, where are you fishing the most typically? Yeah, you know. Um, Four months. I live, uh, like you said, over near Apalachicola, tarpon fishing uh, every day. And then two months of my year, I'm out of Venice, Louisiana. And then the rest of the time, uh, around my house in uh, Santa Rosa Beach, which is basically near Destin, Florida, if you know where that is, Panhandle of Florida. So just a little bit down the beach from where I tarpon fish. Okay. Yeah, we saw your new. Uh, yeah. We saw your new Yeti commercial the other day with you and Preston out. Oh there. yeah. We were sitting there having a couple of beers, and we're like, "Well, there's David, and then there's Preston." <laughs> yeah, we think we saw Preston. Uh, you know that we just got to give him some credit, even if he wasn't on the commercial. At least, at least give him a little credit for, you know, <laughs> making it to the big time, and give you some credit for putting up with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, that was a Preston look like as a buddy of mine from uh, from Appalachia, Brett Martino. Oh, but, Brett. Uh, oh, Brett. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got uh, that completely wrong. Hey, well, hey, um, right. so I just got back. Um, I was fishing way south of you, um, at Shark River, Big Sable, that area, and there's a lot of tarpon down there a few weeks ago. Um, Lots of them. Yeah, we we were rookies, and we are rookies, and but we still managed to have a little fun with them. But uh, I know some guys that have fished your area, that Big Bend area. Um, you know, for guys that might want to come fish you, but have only ever had experience or only ever seen fishing, say like in the in the Keys or even in Florida Bay, how does your fishery a little bit different? Like, I, I know you guys fish a little different up there, but uh, like for a person who wanted to come fish that area with you, like what kind of differences would they expect to see in that Big Bend area? Well, um, I mean, the first thing I'd tell you is there's not nearly as many fish. You got to make it count. Um, I wish we had more fish, but. The numbers of fish, uh, certainly it's not what you'd see down south and, uh, you know, Boca, Glades, Keys. But uh, in our water, you know, the fish bite pretty good where we are because the water's got a lot of turbidity to it, uh, sediment in the water. So, you know, instead of the fish seeing the fly 15 feet out with his big old eyeball, he sees it not until he's two feet from it and he's got to make a quicker decision so but that also means you got to make a better cast to put it within two feet of him absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah and you know a lot of times it's hard for us to see the fish too because of our water clarity um you know sometimes it's good but usually there's some uh some grit to the water and you really got to know exactly where you're looking for the fish within feet you know and uh yeah, so it can get tough when there's clouds and whatnot. But um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good fishing when it's on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've even seen uh, fishing the limited amount of tarpon fish I've done in the Keys and, and in Florida Bay and stuff over the last few years. I, I've noticed that like the grittier water sucks to a point from the angler and the and the guides standpoint or the guy on the platform whether it's a guide or not as far as spotting them and knowing where they're coming from and all that but i have noticed that dirtier water if you put it in them like in that range they're gonna eat it like they're they get mad <laughs> when they right. see it like they find it and they're pissed but uh but it does yeah, make it a little so, harder so that you know that is a general premise you know the same thing you know you can also say you know fish on the ocean side the keys and gentler water you know wow they're super hard to feed well uh, of course they are. Well, if you're if you're a tarpon and it's sunny out and you're in crystal clear water, everything you want to eat, everything you even think about eating or might be around you to eat, sees you coming for a mile away, right? So as you've been on the earth for many years, if you're a big tarpon, you, you learn, I'm not exerting any energy chasing shit when it's super clear and, you know, uh, sunny out. So, you know, all those ocean side fish, I mean, those are fish that are, spending most of their time feeding at night. Now, if you're tarping in, in water with, you know, grit to it and it's kind of murky, you can get pretty close to stuff. But when you do get close to something, you need to jam on it. So that's how you get bites. And, and you know, if you're in muddy water, you know, you slide a, a fly across the nose of a tarpon and he's going to whoosh, he gets it, right? So, yeah. Well, hey, David, this is Will. I want to do, uh, since we have a lot of people that, listen to the podcast that are big fishermen and i've you know we've hung out several times and coming down there um and i've learned over the years fishing with guides like yourself and other people um that guides are a lot like football coaches or basketball coaches that you've kind of got to work with the client you have and kind of instruct them <laughs> to do what you're what you're wanting them to do but if you had an opportunity just now at this this uh forum if you didn't have to worry about hurting anybody's feelings what would you say would be like some number number top three keys that uh, people need to adhere of when fishing with a uh, fishing with a guide, like things to expect, things to uh, what to look out for, just unabashed without trying to play into people's sensibilities. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I just say that you know, as far as from the angler, what I'm looking for. How about that? Um, okay. I don't care if you can cast real far. I want you to be able to cast quickly. You know, at least for a lot of the fishing I do, you know, like I was saying, you're not seeing fish coming from a mile away. And even if you are, even if we have tarpon coming from a mile away or redfish or whatever it is, I want you to wait till he's within a pretty small proximity to the boat so that, you know, we can see everything happening, fly, fish, and everything going on and control the situation better. But, you know, that angler who all of a sudden the fish shows up can put it in the right spot, even if it's, you know, 20 feet away, that that's the guy I don't want, you know? Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily it's, uh, fishing with a sniper rifle all the time. It's like sometimes you might need a pistol, sometimes you might need a shotgun, just depending on the on the situation, right, as opposed to these 60-yard setup yeah. cast, you know, whatever. You know, be, yeah. be, be more prepared you know, of what's going to happen in front of you. That's right. Yeah, short, quick cast, you know, and being able to throw, throw your fly quickly somewhere, is, that catches more fish than... Being able, you know, I don't really know anybody has to put it 80 feet out to, to catch a fish. Maybe you can get a few more shots in if fish are passing inside of you or outside you with an 80 foot shot. But I like to wait till the fish are within 35 feet to put that fly down. But uh, you know, I'd say the number one thing that all guides anywhere uh, 
would like to ask their client to have is realistic expectations. So, <laughs> yeah, anybody that. that comes fish, anybody that comes fishing with me with that is awesome. I love it. So they shouldn't. So, so they shouldn't watch. One. They shouldn't watch a rerun loop of Location X over and over again before they come fish with you. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, one of my, fa- my one of my favorite statements that a guy that gets in a boat with a guide or has gotten in with me saying, uh, "Well, I want to catch this today." Well, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> hey, David. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I was, just, uh, I was just telling. Go ahead. No, sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just telling a story uh, not too long ago of an email we got a few years back that the client was upset because. They didn't catch any wahoo on, uh, on his skip <laughs> charter. So, oh wow, I think, God. I think might, that speaks speaks to that. You might have needed to go a few more miles out. Shallow water expeditions might have told you. Anyway, <laughs> one time, one time I had to help Scott Wagner with a uh, guided trip. He had four guys, and he gave me, I guess, the two guys he didn't want. One was deaf, and one, as he says, couldn't see too well past fifteen feet. <laughs> Needless to say, we caught go. nothing that day. And Will was I saw the guy. A, I saw a ton of fish. That's right. So, David. Yep. Uh, I had a, go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy. I keep cutting you off. Hey, go ahead. Um, so, you, you've kind of become synonymous to me as far as with whenever I see anything about bonefish tarpon trust as far as, you know, tagging tarpon. Every time I see something about tagging tarpon, there's a pretty good chance you're involved with that conversation. Is that is that something that you find just not just a hobby and exhilarating, but I mean, how much excitement and pride do you take in that whole uh, process as far as finding tagged fish and catching and tagging fish? How how much excitement does that give you? Yeah, you know, um, I've been involved with that with uh, Dr. All for for some years now. Um, just dig on doing the fish I'm obsessed with. I mean. That's the main main thing. I mean, also the research it brings and you know, that base help the road hopefully you know, get some uh, legislation passed or agreements between us and say Mexico and Belize and you know because the fish kind of circumnavigate the entire Caribbean basin. You know, the fish we see in Florida maybe down in Mexico in you know, six months. So, and that's a that's a big reason for all that tagging. Now I'm not doing it because I get to find out a couple interesting things and just learn a little more about their movement. Yeah, I figure you're probably privy to some of that information. So, have, I mean, have you learned that much more about tarpon in the last five or six years than you ever thought you would because of that program? You know, a little bit. Uh, it just kind of is one of those things that it, it's not like there have been some mind-blowing discoveries. It's just more about reaffirming what you know, I guess. That, that's kind of how that's gone. Uh, but certainly, you know, what I what I thought, I, you know, five years ago, I thought I knew so much about the fish and the places I fished, and now I look back and I didn't know shit. You know, five years from now, I'll say the same thing. So, Cool. Yeah. Well, well um, I wish I wish that the people out there could see you paint more often. I wish you had time to do more paintings, man, because <laughs> you got quite the skill, yeah. man. That, that last, like, I think it was a duck scene or some sort of marsh, uh, marsh scene yeah, you did yeah, about three yeah. or four months ago, man. That was stellar, dude. I wish you would. Uh, oh, thank you. Also, his photography. Yeah, man. I, I mean, videography, photography, yeah. and 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 painting, man. You're, you're quite the Renaissance, man. I guess you have to spend most of your time out on the water these days. 
Yeah, you know, if I get to paint, it's in the winter. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of the time, you know, certainly not this time of year. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, fun to do. How's my waterfront uh, biker bar doing that Preston took us to? I forget the name of it, but it was a, a, a grand uh, up old the time. the river? Yeah, up the river. Oh, yeah, that spot's uh, doing just fine. It's still bikery. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I went to the restroom. I went to the restroom there, and I found out they had like all the 1980s editions of Jugs on the wall. <laughs> that's for, just what yeah, you I've want. been to a few uh, wet t-shirt contests at that spot. So, yeah. <laughs> just a few. Just a few. You gotta love a bar with a sliding glass door. <laughs> how many people that's walk right. through right. that thing? Uh, enough. Well, well hey, David, how can people find uh, a way to contact you? Your art, your photography. Do you have your own website where people can check all that out? And how to book you for a trip out on the water? Yeah, it's just Shallow Water Expeditions, uh, our website. Yep. Okay, cool. Pretty, sim- pretty and, simple. And you got some open yeah. dates in the next couple months? People come chase some tarpon with you? You know, I, I don't. Well, that's good. That's, that's good why, for you. That's why we have the other guys, yeah. Yeah, awesome. The only other story I've got for you, David, is Jason Stacy butt-dialed me two days ago. Huh. What was he doing? Did did you hear anything interesting? No. Well, with my name being Will Abbott, I am the first and last name in everybody's phone book. So it usually uh-huh. I, I get I get butt dials all the time. But I was like, oh, my God, Jason's calling me. And I go to pick up and he'd like hear him grumble and then hang up. Nice. Like, oh, Hello. Okay. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, man. Yeah, appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Good well, talk with hopefully you. Hopefully we'll see you in July at ICAST if you're down there. You know what? You will. I'm going to come for a day and uh, just come see everybody and uh, have a drink. We'll okay. see you there, buddy. Awesome, man. Thanks, Bye, David. Good luck, bud. All right. Bye. David Magnum. Uh, David Magnum. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. Bam. Bam. Yeah, but, uh, speaking of butt dials, um, I accidentally uh, car dialed our buddy Thad uh, Thad Robinson the other day. Robinson. Nice. Yeah, Robinson. However you say it, I say Robinson. That's like Charlie Robinson. Yeah, we had that conversation. Yeah, just like the last yeah, either way, so I, I was like that. my car doesn't understand my southern vernacular sometimes. So I have my, my dad in there as dad. Uh, our UPS man is here. Oh. This is going to be interesting. Tell him to come in here. Tell him he has to come in here. This guy's unbelievable. Oh, he's just, no, he's just turning. He's turning around. That's him for us. So I, so I had uh, dad as my dad on the cell phone, obviously. And I also have Thad in there as Thad. And so I'm in my car, and my dad had called me earlier. So I get in the car, and I hit the little button. It's like, please say a command. I'm like, call Dad. And it says, calling. And it sounded like I said Dad. So I didn't even look at the screen. I just keep driving. And it starts ringing and ringing and ringing. And like, I look over just to see, you know, make sure everything's working. And it says Thad. And I get this, you've called Thad Robinson or whatever. And I was hey, like, Dad, how's Mama doing? Yeah, I just hung up on him. I, well, I they call him message. Dad, too. Like, he's Daddy Daddy. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. I, oh, my I God. Our, our UPS guy is in the ditch. What is he doing? What? He's walking what? across the street to make a delivery. He pulled out of your parking lot to walk across the street. Oh, well, by the way. Parked out a stop sign. Did y'all watch Fisher Down on Animal Planet the other night? Uh, no, we need to. I we need, need to. I watched I don't it have, last night. I don't, awesome. have, I don't have Adam Planet, so. Well, by the way, Mike, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have to give you Just to give you some updates of what's been going, around the, going on around the Flood Tide office, there is a car for sale across the street um, that's in the grass. <laughs> Maybe that's where Johnny's I saw that car. Up. I drove by Someone it a couple Someone smeared shit on the windshield and keyed like it. literal and shit? And keyed the whole car. And keyed the whole car. And then around the curve right here where there is a beautiful Title Max building that used to be a Pizza Hut, 
Someone went directly into it. Oh, like car. straight into well, it? Because there's a turn. It kind of. Well, road. remember right here on the corner that those people hopped the curb and, and rammed into that church a couple oh, months back. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like straight into the vestibule of the church. Just so there's always something going on at Flint. Somebody was in a hurry to talk to Jesus, is all I can figure. What they just. Well, I think we need to go straight into the case. So let's. Because we're. Uh, we got a flood Richard time. Richard, we got to go fish. Is he hanging back there with Scoot again? I don't know. You, Michael, you want to go find him? Yeah, I got him. Okay. Will's whispering something to me. So, uh... <laughs> you just want to say it in the mic? You want to tell the people? You need to play the music for uh, Scoop. Oh, I thought we'd do that after your Richard Queso music. Scoop has a commercial for Richard Queso. That's what we always do. We usually do that after the intro music. Well, okay. There you go. I was wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm really so upset now, right now. So now that people know how we produce this thing. Yeah. See, typically radio shows have a producer that do all this shit. And the talent, like all, us three, the talent. And we just do our thing. So, All right, let's do that queso intro music. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack. All right, Richard Queso, you ready? Yes, sir. Richard Queso here, ready to answer my mail. We're playing an old one, I guess. <laughs> well, this is live, but I don't know what that was. Richard Queso's mail sack brought to you by Richard Queso's Skiff Griddle. All those times Richards had clients wanting to get on the water but grab a little breakfast before they get out there on the flats. Richard Queso put his head to work and he said, you know what? I'm going to build a griddle just for the skiff. So no more late stops to Hardee's for biscuits and gravies. Richard Queso has a couple of eggs and some toast. Get you a skiff griddle from Richard Queso. Available now through Queso Corp. Here's to you, Richard. Well, hello there, Flood Tide Company. I do love my Richard Casey grill skip. Basically, I just turned the center of my polling platform into a butane-burning monster. I can grill up anything out there. It's delicious. Nothing like seeing the sunrise and seeing your eggs sunny side up. It is a beautiful thing. Richard Casey services 100% every time. I am here to answer a question from a mail sack. Uh, it's a little light today, but I'm going to tickle it anyway and see what pops up top. All right. Uh, the first letter is from a man, uh, uh, Mr. Chris Smith. And Chris asks, uh, Dear Mr. Queso, what weight flour rod do you recommend for redfish and snook? Also, do you sit down when you pee? Thanks, Leonard Washington. I don't know if you know how email works, Chris, but we can see your name at the top of it. Uh, so no need to use a, uh, a fake one at the bottom, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Leonard, okay? Uh, anyway, uh, fly rods, well, I mean, use whatever size you think is so appropriate. I mean, uh, if you try to pull a snook off the beach, it don't really matter. You can just hook him on whatever you got. Uh, but if you try to pull him out of a dock, you're obviously going to need something a little stronger. Me, me personally, I just hook him real quick, cleat the fly line off to the front, and then murder the boat away hook from 
and cook them, as they say, right? Rick? Exactly. Slap them on top of the griddle on the back, and you got yourself lunch, is what I say. Uh, and do I sit down when I pee? Well, let's see. I, I most of the time I stand up. Uh, I have fallen down, kneeled, uh, and rolled around while peeing, <laughs> depending on my current situation. Uh, but no, I really, I, I rarely sit down when I pee. Uh, though the lady would probably like it because sometimes I miss. If you know what I'm talking about, fellows, everybody misses. Okay, uh, me. I'm digging in the mail sack. All right. Uh, this next one is from a Mike Nelson. Uh, right, can I read it? Yeah, okay, Paul, you read it. I don't care. I can read real well, but all right. Richard, what other activities do you love other than fishing? Also, how can I go fish with you? Sincerely, Mark. You sounded like sounded a, just like it. you sound like a British robot, Paul. Uh, but anyway, uh, what other? I didn't even understand what you said. I got to read it for myself. Uh, I can do it. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Other than fishing, uh, I prefer. Uh, I don't know, chasing hot women, getting drunk, and occasionally shooting random things uh, from the side of my pickup truck at speed. Um, other than that, yeah. Can you go fish with me? Well, if you sound anything like Paul's horrible impersonation of you, then no, I would not be able to understand a damn thing you said you all day. You can be chartered for $1,000 a half day, though. Yes, half day, $1,000 charter, and you're going to at least give me three years advance notice because I booked up. Let's just call it that, how it is. You heard David Magnum. Us guys, at least the ones worth your money, you can't get them. It's just how it is. Uh, I mean, you, like you, you call Kanye West and ask if he can play your birthday party? It's just not going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, no, yes, and no. Yes, you can. It's going to cost you a lot, and it's going to take you a while. But uh, I would love to take you fishing. Go ahead and call up. You can put that deposit down now. That'd be just fine. So you like to uh, go shooting? I do like to go shooting. I know we got a new sponsor. I heard Larry Henning's shooting Very services. good buddy of mine, yes. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. how we got him. Okay. Me, yeah, he, he came to me. He was looking for a little extra business, if you know what I'm talking Division about. Division of Case of Yeah, the, the, there's only so many divorced, pissed-off women in this town that keep him floating. You know, Other than that, he's got a, he's got pretty slim pickings. So I figured we could probably help him out with the radio show. So, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, Richard Queso's out. But before I go, as usual, uh, those of you who take the time to email me with your questions are rewarded with a 20% off one-time offer to the floodtideco.com company. You can order anything you like. One order, and you get 20% off of it. We'll ship it right to your front door. But you only get that if you ask Richard Queso a question. So get on your computer. Get on your phone. Email me at uh, Richard Queso's questions, whatever. You can just make up whatever kind of uh, content you want but you want to info at floodtideco.com and or the uh, floodtideco.com uh facebook page and or the the barely live facebook page uh any of those just say you know richard queso question give us your name so we can get back to you with you 20 percent off and uh we will do that and richard we want to thank you for coming by we gave we're now giving you as an appreciation gift a complimentary curt towel Curtow. Yeah, we, yeah, we picked up the sponsor. I'm really excited about that particular product. It will cut down on my TP purchases, if you know what I mean. Well, I can, it's towels dr- are washable. No, it's for drying off. Well, I get, you're right. Yeah. yeah. They can wash it. It's really for drying like off, a, though. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, there's shower. that, I guess. Yeah, but I, I got towels for Oh, wait, that. we got one more goodie. A used box from Hagen Brothers. I, I've got... Now, that's, a, now that's, <laughs> now that's I've got so much shit. You know what you do? You put it doesn't the, have a box to put it in. You put the curtail in the Hagen box. There, there, yeah, that would work. It would be harder to find. I need to hang the curtail right over the back of my curtoilet. <laughs> All right, let's, get, let's go fishing. we got to get out Oh, yeah, we got to go. Mail sack, mail sack, why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack, let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack, why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. It's your mail sack.
Paul Richard. Wait, what? I love y'all. Thank you for listening. So this is a good song. We're out. We're going to leave you with this. Just let it slide. Spring. Sturgill Simpson. Don't know Nevada and Bloom. He's a one likes all our pretty songs and likes to sing home and likes to shoot his gun. But don't know how it means. You don't know what it means to love someone. Why am I playing play drums? Swing my arms around. Swing your arms. You're like a cat in a bathtub. <laughs> I'm catnip. <laughs> we can have. Chris Goldhain, we got this one out for you, buddy. Thanks for the support. Nature. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> We're ruining this song, by the way. <laughs> right, Let's go watch girls. I'm Let's go watch girls. We're going to fish tailing. Fish tailing. Gotta go. Hey. Taylor, 12 o'clock. <laughs> Taylor, win. Taylor who? Taylor Swift. Wait, what? <laughs> Shut up, Paul. When do we stop the little things at the end that are funny, but we need to stop? How does that stop? How do you stop this? Hey, I'm a Georgia fan. Give me, give me one. Give me two Dugs, and I'll stop. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. I only have this much capacity in yeah. my head.